contents are the independent thoughts of each host. It's not our intention, but we have been known to make people see red. Don't come to the sandbox and expect not to get dirty. In fact, we hope some sticks with you. So dig in, let's play. We are the Scarlet Sandbox. Actually, we are Adrian and Mary Ellen yeah. <laughs> this morning. Yeah. Surprise! We didn't even tell anyone. No, I didn't know if we were going to. So I was like, well. So last minute, um, we realized that when we plan these days, we didn't plan for the closing of the house. Mm-hmm. Tanner closing her house. Right. So, um, and then even up to like just a couple of days ago, she didn't know what time. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of like, hey, are we going to be able to um, podcast and close or what? So then like two days ago and she said, hey, by the way. I'm not going to make it. I was like, okay. (laughs) Well, my dad's in town. And I thought, well, maybe I might bring my dad. But I can't trust him. Really? With a microphone. He's got a lot of jokes. He does. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) And that's fine on the golf course. You know what I mean? Like, if you you know my dad, everybody loves him. You know what I mean? But sometimes I'm like, um... I don't know if that's podcast appropriate. <laughs> oh, he had great jokes at my birthday party. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Lots of jokes. <laughs> yes. So um, anyway, I called Mary Ellen and I said, you want to go on podcast? Sure. She said, <laughs> what am I going to talk about? Yeah. I said, exactly. oh, I can talk to a brick wall. And no, between the two of us. And yeah. she'll just laugh the whole time anyways. I will. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just sit here and smile. <laughs> but, you know, as I was thinking about it and we were talking about it, I said, why do we not talk a little bit about being the support system? It's something I feel like we had never really talked about. Right. Tanner and I talk a lot about mental training and those types of things, but um, mm. we don't really talk about like what that two years look like. Well, I mean, I think me and Tanner talked about it. You and Tanner talked about, it, but you and I have not talked about. Well, like, and even to, to yeah, even to um, more glimpses at how to move forward, right? right? Then. Mm-hmm. Um, what that actually looked like. And I think that, which is funny because I feel like you're a great support system. Me, not so much. Like I am not, mm. I am not nursey. Mm. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like I'm not very compassionate. I'm not very, you know, yeah. and not because I'm not, but because I've had a lot of trauma in my life, it makes me a little bit more. I'm the one that's going to say you have five minutes to lay on the floor and wallow and then pull you up. Yeah. And get you moving. You For know sure. what I mean? Which I'm good at that. Like, I'm like the physical therapy. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm not the nurse. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it's, I think I've told you this, Rick had a great sermon. And it was like, I cannot carry your burdens with you unless you tell me. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think once Tanner told you what her burdens were, you were just like me. We're just going to carry it with you. Well, but I feel like you're more along the side and holding the hand and you can do it. <laughs> However, Tanner doesn't like the holding the hand, so I don't do that with her. <laughs> well, and that's what Tanner and I have yes. worked, you know, mm-hmm. but I think that I'm more tell me your burdens and then, okay, mm-hmm. um, meal train, mm-hmm. GoFundMe's, yeah. you know, things well, you're that... you're direct, like... Well, and I was good at things, you know, that's how it obviously it originally started, Um when those of you that don't know, of course, when we found out about the accident and I leave the hospital that night, all I could think was she was going to have a landing. 
You know, mm-hmm. I have a special needs son who's 20 years old with the brain of a six month old. So I know, right. and let me tell you, Landon doesn't need the around the clock care like some, okay? But mm-hmm. when you have a brain injury like that, a lot of them need round the clock care. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the feeding, the bathing, the meds, the machine hookups, those types of things. And so right. when we, you know, I know that Tanner knew immediately, but we don't mm-hmm. always know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. it, hindsight's twenty twenty, and she'll tell you that she knew. But at the same time, for us, we were holding out hope, and what did that look like? And so I was thinking, oh, my gosh, if we have home care and mm-hmm. yeah, she's independently employed and no mm-hmm. paycheck, no benefits, no nothing, what does that look like? So that's originally why mm-hmm. GoFundMes and things like that were set up. Um, I was thinking if she needed six weeks, eight weeks, Mm-hmm. six months off mm-hmm. she wouldn't have to worry right um that her friends and family and then of course it went a different route yes unfortunately but we did not know um no i mean as far as viral uh, it, what yeah. was originally set up like, for us what? to help <laughs> that too but yes. what was originally set up to mm-hmm. help her with her support system um, which then people all over the world graciously watched the story and donated right. and um, truly amazing to watch. But, you know, early on when I went up to the hospital, it was mm-hmm. actually Mary Ellen that would text me every five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, that first night I didn't stay up there. I mean, really only family, mm-hmm. um, Tanner, her parents. Yeah, you. Just, yeah. I think you were, were you the only one that wasn't a, husband or parent i think so yeah i think because so. mary ellen's just like mary ellen well i would i, I slept on the floor <laughs> yeah, I didn't care. I mean, you might as well just like yeah I, if i can't hold your hand i'll sleep on the floor next right. to you it's fine um <laughs> but so the rest of us went on top of remember i'd had surgery the day before mm-hmm. I yeah was on, that's right your your teeth uh-huh mm-hmm. and so i was on so much medicine mm-hmm. and stuff um i went home and went to bed yeah and but literally every time i would wake up Marilyn, what's going on? What's going mm-hmm. on? And she would fill me in. Um, yeah. I, sh- I know. I just realized, like, we didn't even say, did we say good morning, Taylor? I mean, a little bit, but. Because I was really. like, and here's Mary Ellen. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Y'all just went straight into it. We yes. did. Yeah. And, you know, we navigated some waters that neither one of us had ever. Oh, my. Never. Been. Never. And you think you know someone so well, and then something like that happens, and you even doubt Am I doing the right thing? Yes. Like, I know that they say they want this, but do they still want that? Which, note to self, Mary Ellen is an overthinker. Overthinker. (laughs) I can overthink myself. Which I think is also where you and I make a good team because you psychoanalyze. And I will psychoanalyze, but only for like 30 seconds. Well, I can just run it by you and you'll be like, nah, nah, you know. Well, because. But but what about this? (laughs) Which is good because there are things that I didn't think about. Oh, I can you think know? of every situation. Mm-hmm. You can. <laughs> and then sometimes it's an executing. Like, okay, oh, yeah. oh, we yeah. don't have time. Let's crazy. make it. Yeah. Let's make a decision or <laughs> mm-hmm. just feel confident that we are doing the right thing. And mm-hmm. But what does that look like when somebody, I feel like one of the biggest, um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Like when somebody does have a crisis in their life or a death in their life or they get a diagnosis or something. Mm-hmm. I'm always struggling with like the words to say. Yeah. I kind of get that too. I, I still struggle with what to say cause anything can set them off, mm-hmm. you know, but I've also noticed when it comes to death, like 
I am like fully focused on the people that are still here. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you can feel the loss of the person, but you're also afraid of losing the people that are still here. Mm -hmm. Well, and them doing anything out of character, Yes, you know, and, um, but I think that the important part that I've learned through this is not what you say, it's Mm. what you do Mm -hmm. and just, yep. I mean, sometimes sitting, sitting or, um, being overbearing or backing off if needing to as well. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, this isn't an insult to anyone because I think we all do the best we can, but I think a lot of people are trying to, and I saw this a lot with the Raven situation. A lot of people want to do something to make them feel better about Mm -hmm. the situation. Like we had a lot of donations and things that were done. And I don't want to sound you know, ungrateful, but we are grateful for everything. Don't get me wrong. But I, sometimes people were overbearing because they wanted to do so badly Mm -hmm. to make, to show her that they loved her or that Mm -hmm. they cared about, which is so, so sweet. And that's what I'm saying. The intent is good, but sometimes it's Mm -hmm. overwhelming. Yeah. And sometimes their intent is good, but they don't realize what the effect actually has. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'll just say it. One of the big things, you know, and not so much in the beginning, more so as time went on, but something that Tanner's been pretty open about is not mixing her children. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, loved Raven for who Raven was in the moment that she had with Raven and mm-hmm. loving Phoenix for who she is in the moment that she has Phoenix. And there will never be pictures of them together. She separated those lives. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, all the way down to this was me blonde and with Raven and this is me now. Mm-hmm. Brunette with um, PW. And there's been a lot of that mm-hmm. photoshopping and whatnot. And I yes. know that those intentions are so good, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, but sometimes I think it's, or what I'm trying to say here is sometimes it's more about pausing mm-hmm. and listening to what that person is asking or saying mm-hmm. and being in tune with, because what you need, and let me tell you that I'm like the perfect example I have to be very careful because what I need and mm-hmm. what somebody like, I don't yeah. want to be smothered. Right. I don't want you to be nursy. That's why mm-hmm. I'm not because mm-hmm. I, I am who, what I need. Right. That's how right. we all, we speak the language that we are. We are. Yeah. <laughs> and so Correct. I'm like, if you really love me, leave me the heck alone. Right. I need to focus, mm-hmm. get a plan, almost introvert. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do the introverting too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I'm using that as an example of, yeah our journey with grief because mm-hmm. how we would have handled Raven had that been one of us, you know what I'm saying is oh, yeah. totally different. And I think that was one thing that you and I did really, really well mm-hmm. was asking her how she feels, respecting how she feels not. Yeah. yeah. And she did really well too. I mean, she let us in like, here's what's all the uh, dark thoughts I have. Here's all the great thoughts I have everything. And then mm-hmm. we could help her carry it and move forward and help her move forward how she needed it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How she was asking for it. And, you know, we even through that, I think we did good. I mean, we had our little um, TikTok video oh. where the three of us were doing. <laughs> where I spit wine all over you. Oh, my gosh. You know, and that's a thing. Like, sometimes it's just more so come over. Let's have a girl's night of yeah. just not talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of yeah. always going, are you okay? Mm-hmm. What do you need? You know, sometimes it's just like, come yeah. on, let's change courses. Yeah, change completely. And 
Yeah, and we definitely did that. <laughs> we did. And I don't know how you feel now, but like, I was actually laying in bed a couple days ago thinking about the last two times I was on the podcast, and I was like, you want to talk about salty? See, Taylor, I'm, way, I'm not near as salty today. I mean... The day I came back from Corona, and the <laughs> next week, too, I was like, because... I don't, I think Mary Ellen is probably the only other person that can relate to me on this. Like, I mean, obviously Tanner had the most message of anybody, but in a right. different zone, right? Mm -hmm. Mary Ellen and I were more the support system dealing and answering mm -hmm. all of it. All of it. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, I look back on that and think, oh, yeah. Whoa. It's, it has to be, it has to be your whole life at that point because there's just so many. Well, and I remember my husband even saying, Adrian, I think you need to take a step back. Mm -hmm. Like, you're way too consumed. But that was hard. And, of course, he supports me in anything yeah. I do. It's not that. But I think what even he who was next to me doing it every day did not mm -hmm. understand, like, if I don't address, they just pile up. They do pile up. Or they do other crazy things. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Whoa. That is true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was something... I mean, quite like frankly, even in that, that's one of the things like kind of early on, Shane and even Katie were kind of like, um, mm -hmm. what is Adrienne doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they had to sit down and be like, well, mm -hmm. we now had, know. <laughs> I mean, for example, mm. we had people wanting to put on passion parties. Yeah, I remember that. That was, I mean, and do you really want Raven's intention? But yes, do you want Raven's face plastered across <laughs> no adult mm -hmm. toys? Do you know what I'm saying? Like nope. it wasn't, and they're same thing. That is yeah. what they do for a living, and I totally respect that. But yeah, maybe not appropriate for what we were doing, and so no. those were flooding in. Like yeah, it was, and that was one example. Yeah, handle the business <laughs> now so that it wouldn't escalate later. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I do, right? I mm -hmm. handle. I, that's what I've always done. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, if you guys have questions for Mary Ellen today, let's hit them in the comments. I see a hello. 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 I wonder if I can see it on mine. So. Well, this is real time. Or can you not read? I, I, <laughs> I can read, but I can't read that far. <laughs> I, like, I meant that far. I know you can read. Um, <laughs> Please don't think I can't read. <laughs> So have y'all been watching, you know, as we were talking about grief to that was such like a heavy intro, I think. Yeah. But I think that's something that for you and I, mm -hmm. people, that's what we relate to the most between us, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I have been watching all of your organizational. Oh, I love it. And like, <laughs> I have to ask you, like the sound when you're clicking mm -hmm. open the containers. Yeah. Are you making that sound? That's like literally opening the container. Because That's I feel like when it. I watch those on TikTok, mm -hmm. the sound is so crisp. Yeah. Is that the word? I guess I get what you mean. Sometimes they are. But I think they, they just chop it so much to where it's just opening it. So you don't see the um, in-betweens of they're moving it over here to put this over here and do it again. Because I always feel like the sounds of the opening is like... I know Tanner had the water bottle. She was like crushing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yes. so I, I wondered if that was like. I don't know. I don't know how they it do the it. Is it the edit? Maybe. It could be in the well, edit Well, no, yours process. sounds just like it. Oh, well, then mine's just the real thing. 
So I'm not, I must can, just be... I'm not behind the scenes being like... <laughs> but do you know what I'm talking about? Have y'all know, watched these? Could um, you imagine me doing that behind the scenes? No. Okay, so nope. Jessica wants to know what's the biggest lesson you've learned about grief? Oh, man. My biggest lesson. Ooh, that's a big question. I want to say... My biggest lesson about grief is that it's it's never ending. I like that. You know what I mean? It doesn't end. So, like, I, I know a lot of people have heard us talk about this. Like, I mean, it was awful in the beginning. It was so terrible. But sometimes it feels like it hurts worse now than it did then in some aspects. You know, I think that's one of the things, and I don't know if you remember, but early on when Tanner was so... The night it happened, she had left her phone at the salon. Mm -hmm. She didn't have her phone, which is why the first video, like that's what people don't understand, yeah, is there was no phone. And so yeah. when she made the video, it was to d address really the church. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, close friends, everyone texting her that she can't uh -huh. individually get to. And I remember um, she went back to the salon like within like 12 hours. I mean, it happened at about at about four o'clock on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then because yeah. I asked her if she wanted me to bring her phone and she said no. Mm, I went to go get her phone. OK, did you go? OK, I went to go get it. But she went back to the salon for something Sunday. I don't know. No, I don't think so. She didn't leave for a while. I thought she went. She left like one time to go take a shower. That was pretty much it. Maybe that's when it was. Maybe. Could and I been. could be, you know, obviously. It's been a I while. just remember when she went back to the salon for the first time, I thought it was like so soon. And I was like, oh, yeah. How are you going to feel about this? Like, how mm -hmm. are you going to feel about. Yeah, that's how I felt about her going home. Yeah. All that was another it. when she went to the shower with the toothbrush. Yes. But um, anyway, my point is, I, I when I lost my sister, I just remember the same thing. It almost took like six months mm -hmm. because you feel like. You'll just see her at family Christmas. You'll just see her at, mm -hmm. and especially when you're sharing custody. Yeah. She's just at her dad's. Mm -hmm. That, that reality takes time. I don't care if you're looking straight in their face. Mm -hmm. It takes time. It does. And so that was my. Now it's like really sinking in, I think. Yeah. That was my yeah. biggest thing was, I know you think you can handle this now, but are we going to handle this later? And, mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't know how you're going to feel in six weeks, six months, whatnot. Right. And that is definitely over the course of this two years, watching her do this, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and how she's handled. And it's not ever going to stop. No. You're yeah. going to have good days and bad days. Mm -hmm. I mean. And all you can do is try and make the bad days better. I have not lost a child better. or a parent, which I, here is the two right. worst. Um, you know, I did lose a sibling. So mm -hmm. that was um, kind of, you know, all I had to gauge. I mean, I've lost other people too, but that was the closest person to me. Right. And I watched my family go through that mm -hmm. and they're still i yeah. mean still still hurts i mean my sister i mean i was 16 and i'm 42 so do the math yeah what's the math I'm not on doing that the, i can read but i can't do math <laughs> well 24 would be 40 26 so, yeah yeah add two okay. yep um and you know even this week my brother something i said hurt my brother's feelings Mm. about that mm -hmm. and so that just goes to show you right. 26 years later you know yeah. what i mean mm -hmm. you, it doesn't it never stops and how other people react changes mm -hmm. your grief yeah yeah that's true that is very true so you start getting okay 
Mm-hmm. And then one thing just can set you off. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the anger or the resentment or the... Or just sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, I can't read that at all. I'm going to have to pull it up so I can read it. I need. I should have worn my what glasses. What is that? Can you scroll up? Maybe due to the things Raven is missing. What do you What do you mean, Rhonda? I think it was in reference like grief is still there. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Wait, what was that other one? Go back up. Do you think your grief was delayed because you were in handle business mode? Like, oh, I can read that so much better. <laughs> yes, um, I do think it was delayed because and and Tanner and I talked about. Tanner and I have talked about this is that our adrenaline and you'll know this was running so much in the beginning because it went viral. You have all these people coming at you. You have all these, all this stuff, you know, and there's just this adrenaline pumping and the adrenaline kind of dies down. And so, yeah, I do think that it was delayed. And then you kind of, like you said, you realize she's really not coming back. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it's just, well, and that's what a lot of people do with grief. I mean, I've seen this a lot with my clients who have lost their spouses. Mm-hmm. Um, you're first of all, as soon as they pass, mm-hmm. you're dealing with wills and mm-hmm. money, yeah, and all the funerals, details. and it, it really takes. And that's why they really mm-hmm. encourage not to make big decisions right. um, for that first year or two because mm-hmm. you have not processed. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that we've got to give people grace through that. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we went to a lot of counseling and stuff like that, and they literally said the first year is the worst. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just at the fact of you're getting used to them not being there. You're getting used to everybody else's reactions and considering Talking about it over yes, and over, over and over and over again. And so I think the second which year the thing is, is I think that actually it. helped Tanner. I do too. I mean, I will say, um, those of you in Ravenous Reach, you know, thank you for that because I feel mm-hmm. like that is one thing that really helped Tanner was having that kind of distraction and some people to mm-hmm. feel that. I mean, to share with. I mean, yeah, Tanner likes to share. Uh-huh. She loves to share that out. And so, so I think that that some people criticize that. Um, yeah, and I would just be like, nah. mm, yeah, I don't have no idea. It. No, but I'm saying like sometimes our I followers yeah. would be like this and the group and I'm like, yeah, you know what? And again, it's you know easy to point fingers until you're in that boat. Mm-hmm. And you know a lot, but you don't, you still don't know everything. Right. Still, still don't. You still don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And so. so, you know, and that was the hard part too, is trying to keep some things private. Mm-hmm. And then what you owed, um, not just the public i mean you don't ever owe anybody anything do you no. know what i mean but it's just more um but sometimes you even feel like we you wanted do. to well and we wanted to and i say we i feel like you me mm-hmm. tanner mostly tanner right pride ourselves on being transparent mm-hmm. and being honest yeah and unfortunately when something goes so when you know something gets so big and so viral and people have donated or this or that you you do feel like you have an obligation to do so whether or not you do. I still sit on the fence. I don't think anybody, if you give, you should give from the bottom of your heart Yes, with no expectation, but you want to show appreciation, you know, and sometimes that was, um, Oh, Jessica Raven has helped the whole family a thousand percent. And I'm going to tell you Raven has helped so many other people. Mm -hmm. That was the biggest thing is you can say what you want, but we saw the Bibles go out. Yes. We saw the donations that 
you know, we saw the, how many people said, I never knew Jesus. I never had a Bible. I'm going to dive in deeper. I'm going to, you know, work. On, I've been mad at Jesus since my mom died, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm going to work on that. Like, right. I'm telling you right now. What a difference it actually made. Mind blowing. Mm-hmm. When I look back and think about that. Yeah. And sometimes it's really good to reflect on how mind blowing it actually was. Yeah. You know, cause sometimes we even can forget just going through our daily lives, like, and just get used to it. But we have to self-reflect on that. And it, it was amazing. Taylor, scroll back up so I can see. Um, there was something. No, it was a bigger one. Oh. No, above. Keep going. Sorry, I was trying to watch these as they were. Nope. Okay. I saw something, but I guess. Um, yeah. I too was having. I also saw um, Rhonda said that maybe it's because Raven's missing out on times and life events that happen. And yes, I do think that also makes things harder whenever, especially there's new babies coming into our family. Um, A lot of life events, big life events that are happening and she's not here. I think that's also really hard. You know, I think, I know, like, I'm going to be honest with y'all, Tanner would hate it if we were talking for her. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. but I obviously... From the outside looking in, I feel like that's one of the hardest things on Tanner. Yeah. I feel like that's probably the place she struggles. It, she does well with separating the girls. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she yeah. doesn't want Phoenix to live in a shadow or Absolutely. a what if situation, you know, and I really commend her mm-hmm. for that because I think that that's fair. Yeah. I think so many people get stuck mm-hmm. at that day. Yeah. And then the people, like you said, the people that are living mm-hmm. suffer that. And I think they have done an incredible job at Mm -hmm. can't change this. This is what it is. Mm -hmm. But Phoenix is deserves her own story, Mm -hmm. you know, but I can definitely see when. Mm -hmm. And it's also going to be it's going to get more complicated because there's going to be stages of life that are going to be very similar to what Raven went through. I mean, I plan to do Elf on the Shelf, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I got to, I mean, I haven't really talked to Tanner about that. Maybe she wants to do it this time, but I would love to do it with her. <laughs> I know? still see her making you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I feel like, um, <laughs> if, but it's funny you say that because, you know, that's actually a really good example. Like things that maybe, yeah. I mean, I look at my three children that are living mm-hmm. and think of the things that I wish I would have done differently. Right. I mean, as parents, we can all think like, right whoa, I wish I would have handled that different or mm-hmm. I wish I would have invested more time here. And so you're right. Uh, that'll be interesting to kind of see what yeah. she does differently, which Tanner was always a hands-on mom. Yeah. Very hands-on mom. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Tanner is not um, elf on the shelf. No. That is not her thing. But you never know. She may be like, now I want to do it. Uh-huh. She'll stuff it in the cereal box, but... <laughs> <laughs> But she might do I it literally this time. almost just spit coffee. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she oh, actually I'm pretty sure she did do that with Raven because I didn't come over one night and she was it was still sitting in the same spot, so she moved <laughs> to put in the <laughs> I'm the type that I put her panties all over the Christmas tree and <laughs> and got her that little grumpy cat book. Oh yes, and I then, remember. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one. But Dana was like stuffed it in her cereal box i was like yes that's what i'm saying tanner is not um uh, <laughs> tanner and i are a lot alike in the um mm-hmm. i don't even know how you would explain this because it's not that we're not creative obviously mm-hmm. we have a creative job right mm-hmm. 
It's, but in the moment, it's like stuff in the cereal box. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like um, that's one thing, you know, since you have not been married and had kids yet, you mm-hmm. have more of that time on your hands to like pay attention to those details where we're like, do you have both shoes on? <laughs> do you have both shoes on? Have you brushed your teeth? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I envy that. And yeah. I feel like I'm getting to that phase where now yeah. my girls are grown so I mm-hmm. can do that for. Well, see, that's the thing I ha- I I have 20 my 20s I have no kids mm-hmm. so I had all of my 20s so now to that do you're nothing getting, but organize and yes. be crafty yeah I mean now I'm 30 but still um and then you know now you're gonna get to a point mm-hmm. finally where your kids are grown and you're gonna hey, be able to do that stuff in my 20s I did a crochet a queen size wow blanket though was it a chunky net blanket no it was not chunky okay it was the tiny it was chunky. the tiny one that my grandmother <laughs> showed me how to do and do you know how many knits that took oh my gosh tight. yeah and keeping the same pattern the whole it time it took me like three months oh my gosh this that was when i was married to my first husband mm-hmm. and he was at ut mm-hmm. doing finance business school yeah and i would lay in our bed at night and watch tv while he was in class mm-hmm. every day <laughs> knitting a blanket who even was i <laughs> Oh no. Hey, you've told me some stories and I think I actually watched it on one of your lives a long time before, Raven, about the anxiety and all that kind of stuff. I was shocked. I did not I don't see you as that person, mm-hmm. you know? And so me I was, either. Yeah. So I was very <laughs> surprised to hear you know, that. I'm a smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. You just stay tuned. You never yeah. know what you're gonna learn it's, about me. But that's again, that's the stages of life. We all go through them. I'm trying to see what Leanne. Let me see. <clears throat> You know, I feel like, and in fact, something that um, our followers, our group has talked a lot about with me has been how I deal, you know, um, we've talked about my sister before. I think the biggest thing for me or why I'm maybe not so nursey compassionate and it's not compassionate it's Mm -hmm. not that i don't feel for you but when my sister died i was you have to remember i was 16 you want to talk about Mm -hmm. where my anxiety started that's Mm -hmm. i didn't know it Mm -hmm. you know um and that's how grief and things sneak up on you that by the time i was 19 and 20 yeah i was agoraphobic Mm -hmm. because i did not know how to process that Mm -hmm. information that being said speaking of my first husband again Mm. his mother was I mean, they were a very good Christian family, mm-hmm. and she had a prayer room. She had a closet. Oh, wow. And in this closet, she had her little like place where she kneeled and had the Holy Land maps. I mean, it was she, I mean, it was, yeah. she was really dedicated. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful for her because she is the one that taught me a lot about what the Bible says about death. Okay. And how we should, frankly, rejoice in it. You know, if you really, and in fact, I was talking to a friend of mine who just lost her mother the other day when she called me and said, how do you do it? You know, mm-hmm. um, truly the grief is more of a selfish on our part mm-hmm. because we won't see, out. right. We, we are missing out. We won't see that next right. step. We won't see them again, how we feel here on earth. Mm-hmm. But if you really put yourself in, I mean, if you truly believe in God and in heaven and eternal life, mm-hmm. if you knew that by pushing them off a cliff, they could have the most beautiful life ever. Mm-hmm. How many w- of you would push them? Ooh. I mean, seriously. I mean, it, because <laughs> I that's a it, very but, hard, ooh. you know, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Because it's a tough choice, right? It's so tough. But if you knew mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's a little bit easier when people are really, really sick. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then they're no longer feeling pain. They're no longer sick anymore. Things like that. But I mean, it's but never I'm saying easy. It, you know what I'm with my cliff reference, what I was mm -hmm. trying to explain, because I know that sounds so terrible. But no, I, my point yeah. is, if you knew that at the bottom of that was eat, like the yeah. greatest life paradise. they could ever live, paradise, mm -hmm. not only would you be not happy if they jumped, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be happy or you would be happy if somebody else pushed them. Yeah. You would be doing it for them is mm -hmm. what I'm saying, yeah, you yeah. know, and so that selfishness of, oh, my mm -hmm. gosh, I'm going to miss that person. Yeah. Versus I, I am <laughs> when if because what's love? Love is truly selfless, right? Mm -hmm. So if true love is truly selfless, then you mm -hmm. are rejoicing right. in their paradise. Mm -hmm. And that's a very hard concept for us to yeah. grasp, but it doesn't make it any less true. No. So I think that's where for death for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to trust God so much. Yeah. And his, you know, promises that mm -hmm. you are happy. For that person mm -hmm. and that you become so selfless that yes i miss them yes i'm gonna have bad days mm -hmm. and i really think that that's what tanner feels mm -hmm. yeah you know i mean mm -hmm. it's funny i can't remember what she said we talked about this one time you know just kind of about you know how she felt and she's just very adamant that that is god's plan and um not that the day that it happened was planned i mean nobody plans that you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying yeah. but that God's the ultimate redeemer and she really trusts that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's cool. But you know, a lot of our, um, what I'm trying, I f always forget. Um, yes. I love that run. If you could see it here, you wouldn't shed another tear. Um, no, go down. No other way. Other way. Sorry. I was looking at Gloria's, um, I call it crying my selfish. Yes. I mean, mm -hmm. crying selfish tears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I don't want to sound like, well, that's the human side of us, mm -hmm. you know, but being able human. to come to mm -hmm. wallowing on the floor for five minutes and then remembering, you know what? Kelly Raspberry on 106.1 has a really great thing. She's like, I give myself a time limit. I'm going to just wallow in it for this amount of time. And then when that time is up, I can't wallow it anymore. Like I have to tell myself I'm done mm -hmm. and it could be a relationship. It could be anything. And so I have literally stuck, stuck with that. Like mm -hmm. I've always remembered her saying that. Specifically. Totally agree. Like give yourself a time limit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wallow for a week. And, and look, I'm gonna get you know, back it up. sounds easier. You know, it's easier said than done. And, you know, I'm working on that with my daughter right now. Um, she and her boyfriend have broke up, and that's really difficult mm -hmm. after three years. And yeah. and I think they're going to work it out. But in that off time, mm -hmm. and our work mind runs you. away with us. Mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. that's why you have to have those scriptures to stand solid on. right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I always encourage the post-it notes so that you have something positive, whether that's a words of affirmation or scripture. Mm -hmm. I always encourage scripture, but... Because your mind is a tape recorder. Mm -hmm. And so when you wallow, 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 how do, how do you get, get back up? permanently in the wallow stage. How do you get back up? Mm -hmm. You know, after you ate the whole tub of ice cream. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you talk about scripture and all that. I dated an atheist and he, uh, he was very strict. Did you know he was atheist? I knew when we were first dating, I did not know, okay. but it kind of grew into, okay, I figured it out. Um, but with him, it was... 
um, he saw the the Bible as because obviously he doesn't believe in anything that we believe in. But the Bible, it's just a way to be a good person. So even if you believe the way he did, still read the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a way to be That's a good person. Interesting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it, so from someone that go two extremes, Christian to atheist, read the Bible. It's just going to make you a good person. Well, you know, it's funny because I married an mm-hmm. atheist. Did you wait know? a minute? Is atheist atheist is doesn't believe in anything, right? Anything. Okay, yeah. they believe in science more than anything. Which is funny because now mm-hmm. he has changed his mind, which I think is. That's amazing. 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 So amazing. But I just remember after being married, because let me tell you what it looks like to be married to somebody who doesn't believe. Like, oh my gosh. I dated it for like four years and it it felt like marriage and it was awful. Yes. And so <laughs> it was um, hard. here you are praying every day for mm-hmm. things to change or be different or direction or, you know, God to, mm-hmm. and he can't. Mm-hmm. He physically can't mm-hmm. because he can't work mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. He's only going to come in when you seek him, right? Yeah. One of you is going to change too, you know? Oh, yeah. To be more like the other. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just doesn't go mm-hmm. the way you want. That didn't happen in our case. <laughs> See? I just divorced him. There you go. <laughs> well, obviously, me too. I just broke up. <laughs> um, but it's interesting that we're, we're talking about this because mm-hmm. I feel like the very next, rela- and I have talked about, about this on various things we've talked about, but mm-hmm. my three hard limits, like from that point on, to date anybody, my first question was, do you believe in God? <laughs> right. Because I learned yeah. real quick. Mm-hmm. I need that. Uh, this isn't going to work. Because mm-hmm. I don't pretend to be the most, the best Christian or whatever, but mm-hmm. I know that I need God. <laughs> yes. So, in fact, that's why I need him so bad, because I suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Which also right now I'm dating Bobby and oh my gosh, like, of course I had to ask him that question. But like these days, like he's the one that's like, we're going to church. Like, even days where I'm like, I just want to lay in bed and not go anywhere. And he's like, we're going. That's like, awesome. Thank you. Yes. Because I need that. Yes. I will be the person to lay in bed and be like, meh. I still love you, God. See you next week. Yes. <laughs> I am. That's you why know, I taught Sunday school for so long. <laughs> and, you know, I think, you know, it's good because I think no matter what, even a great leader in your marriage, he gets burnout and whatever. And then you pick up, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why you've got to be equally yoked, that yeah. your priority is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you're Well, I'm hoping like once kids come cuz I want my kid to be in Sunday school every Sunday. Like that's that's a necessity. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I want you to grow up how I grew up. Mm-hmm. We're going to go every Sunday. This is a thing and we're going to see family there. Mm-hmm. And you have lunch and then you go home and you do your normal day. But and think I like about those that. Days. I mean, it's like 4 hours by the time you go to church, go to lunch, get home. It's about mm-hmm. 4 hours mm-hmm. of like free counseling, community, mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I've actually been thinking a lot about that this week with how many people are so, like even me, like the last couple times I was up here and I was just Mm -hmm. in such a bad place. Like I just felt like people were just draining me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And whose fault is that? Mine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it is 100% my fault that I'm allowing those people to drain me. Mm -hmm. But what's happening? People are scared and people are scared and they're unsure and Mm -hmm. all of these things. Why? Because they don't have, I was talking to a client of mine and we were actually talking about uh, my daughter and marriage and getting involved in your kids' relationships. But you have to remember back in the day, the men were off to war or they were out hunting, providing Mm -hmm. and the women, it was like Mm -hmm. mom, grandma, sister, Aunt, cousin, yep, 
that community, community and where people are feeling so alone. Yeah, that's an, oh man. I feel like I'm referring to Rick Sermon, but there were so many things that um, in other countries right now, he was saying there was a guy that had not t- spoken to someone in three years and he had auto draft on his apartment and apparently he had died three years and nobody found him for three years. That's how alone we are right now. That is that's sad. terrible. Sad. And you know, yeah. I mean, and honestly, when I had Corona, Mm-hmm. That was one of the things I thought about. One of my girlfriends messaged me and she said, um, oh my gosh, girl, you know, are you okay? Um, this is what I took. I had this. I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference is she was alone. She's not mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. I am telling you right now, Yeah. if I would have not had my husband, mm-hmm. I am apparently codependent because I, I, mm-hmm. mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Right, and then you think about the people laying in those hospital beads, or that I just can't. I know, it terrible. Sad. Which that's not even because they don't have family. That's no, it's because nobody hospital bed. We're just mm-hmm. not designed for that. Oh no, we're and not. then that's why even more why like why we do Ravenous and why we do social media and why we do podcasting because community we need that. But mm-hmm. then finding a good balance that even mm-hmm. though I'm doing all this, I'm like yeah, but it needs some personal space. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. like gotta have both. But you just can't beat family. No. Although they'll drive you batshit mm. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> but, With you know, a Z on the yeah. end. <laughs> um, but, yeah. you know, and but that's where you have to learn to seek the good. Mm-hmm. Always see. Yeah. I mean, and set boundaries. Mm. I mean, you can have community, but just set a boundary like, okay, I'm going to do this once a week instead of four times a week. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, I need me time too. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we've talked a lot about cutting out toxic family and those types of things. And mm-hmm. that's not, to, you know, I'm not saying go out and you have to do this if you have to, you know, you, you have to decide what's best right. for you. But mm-hmm. if you have that opportunity and you're not taking it mm-hmm. yeah. and then, you know, I love what you and Bobby are talking about creating for yourself because y'all have a great family, you know, but some mm-hmm. people don't and it's never too late. Mm-hmm. It's never too late to create that. Yeah. With your own, it can start with you that then your generations mm-hmm. behind you have that, yeah. you know? So sometimes Implement if it. we don't have it now, yeah, it mm-hmm. doesn't mean we can't. Yeah. You can always change it. I know this. We've learned a lot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We've learned a lot. <laughs> what is, I mean, have you thought about like, is there anything over these two years that you would have looked back and done differently? Hmm. Any regret that you've had or do you have one because i can't think of one right now no i really can't think of one that i regret i mean well i have one okay and um i've been pretty open there were just some times on social media that i it doesn't mean that what i said wasn't true Mm -hmm. what i said was true Mm -hmm. and i'm not sorry for ever defending what I oh, believe right. in are the people that I love. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if there's one thing I've learned through this whole thing, it's that sometimes God's not asking you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. he's telling me to shut up. <laughs> Don't bulldoze through it. Oh, he woke me up in the middle of the night at one yeah. o'clock and he said, listen here. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess I'll go delete that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. through this, I've learned to seek him more up front. Mm-hmm. Right. Didn't mean I was wrong. 
Right, right, right. So no, I don't, going from that perspective, I don't think I have any regrets, but I do think I've learned a lot. Like I would never have learned that if I didn't go through what we went through, Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't really regret anything. I mean, maybe I'll think about this later and be like, okay, now I have fun. Oh, great. She's going to think about it all week. <laughs> Overthinker. I need a shirt. She's going to call me in five days. Well, I found it. I finally found it. You know, and I think, me I think we, I mean, how do you feel about you as a person as a whole over the two years? Oh, man. Can you believe it's almost two years? No. Like, that's what's, I, I keep saying two, we know it's not fully two years, but we're getting but I, I you know over as a whole because you know i feel like the holidays are like a blurb yes october to january yeah blurb. yeah it's gonna i mean be you realize we're halfway we through it. october yeah i know i know we've got halloween thanksgiving and christmas well and i'm done. still missing one of my halloween um decorations that i ordered and i was oh. like dude <laughs> where is my witch yeah you're gonna have to use it for next, next no i'm year. still putting her up <laughs> She's going to be your Thanksgiving witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh, we're yeah. halfway through October. Yeah. But as a person, as a whole, I feel great. I mean, when I think back at who I was before, I and I, I feel like a better friend. I feel like a better person. I mean, I, like, I, I felt like we were all, like, especially me and Tanner, I feel like me and Tanner were super close back then. But now I feel like we've gone through something that just, you know. Not many people go through. Like bonded you for, mm-hmm. yeah. And honestly, like, you and I knew each other before, but we weren't, like, close. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we are way closer now than we've ever been. Right. So, I mean, the closest we were were Pinner's Conference. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget. First of all, when you asked me <laughs> if I was, Marilyn was, uh, used, I, had a bo- I was, I had a booth. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when, had made all these crafts. And she was like, hey, do you want to? Mm-hmm. come bring yeah. i was doing color street, color street. Mm-hmm. she's like do you want to come and i i will never forget i was like mary ellen that is so nice that you thought of me <laughs> that's the first time i was like she does love me <laughs> which was uh-huh. hilarious y'all know, because so first funny. of all <laughs> i take my color street she takes it all the way to dallas my everything if you know me i'm always at a 10 mm-hmm. i have a lot of stuff y'all she so, has so much stuff, and I like you have my side, and you have her side, and her side's like packed. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's like, I just need one table. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and remember, I can't remember, but I was like, we didn't really ask them if I could bring color. I kind of hinted at the fact that I was bringing color straight, but I don't think they heard me, and so <laughs> <laughs> and we were kind of like on that better to ask for yeah. forgiveness and permission kind of thing. Oh yeah. So we loaded all up. I come in the next day, and remember, I'd gone to the. Um, I had gone to get lip injections. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and so you had Nicole. I'd never gotten lip injections before, and I have never gotten them. Right? Was it Nicole that was working? Kayla? No, it was Kayla. Yeah, Kayla. And so I I, love Kayla. I get lip (laughs) injections, so y'all should have seen me. I mean, straight up duck. It was yes, terrible. Well, she goes, can she goes? I just had lip injections. Can you tell? Well, her lips are like. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> In fact, I've never done it again because um, my husband was like, what the what? Like, I already have kind of big lips, so <laughs> they just got bigger. They were like from my nose to my chin. Anyways, so here I am with my new lips, and I come in, and I'm selling Color Street, and the lady comes and taps us on the shoulder. Yeah, and she was like, um, 
So I see that you have Color Street at your booth, and we already have someone that has a Color Street, and they've already complained. So you have to pack up that stuff and go. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, and so then I'm like, you know, defense mode. I'm like, no. Like, w- I told them that I was going to have this. Like, they may not have heard me. But and let me said- tell you something about Mary Ellen. It's funny because I'm the bulldog, and I would have just been like, peace out, lady. No. Uh- and Mary Ellen was like, I don't think so. We uh-huh. are keeping it. We are staying. Yep. I'll, You'll have to get security. Yeah. I was not happy. Not and then me. At I just, the same time, though, I had just gotten to a lady that wanted her money back because I didn't have a bag big enough for her, the item she bought. So I was already on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so then she came over there and was like, you have to pack up all that. And I was like, you have to. So then I'm calling what? my husband like, hey, um, <laughs> I need you to come get me. And then I pack up all my crap, and you should have seen me. I mean, I look like I mm-hmm. was moving in an entire apartment. Yeah, she had to do the walk of shame. Walk of shame is what we called it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm here to pack up early. I violated the rules. And that was at actually the one of the conference. things in the contract was that you're not allowed to pack up your booth early. And See, we so, can't pack up. See, yeah. it, our, my contract says we cannot pack I up. I even pointed that up. I was like, it says in the contract I can't pack up early. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, that you had to pack Poor up Maryland. Color Street. Marilyn was like, Adrian. And I know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, okay. But after I took all my crap to the car, Tanner and I just walked all the booths and bought a bunch of crap. <laughs> so Pinner's Conference yes. cost me money. Yes, it did. It did. <laughs> I tried though. But that I was tried. our first, like, yes. Mm-hmm. That was our first bonding <laughs> experience. experience. So yes. then this year she was like, I'm going to Pinner's conference. I'm like, screw them. I'm never going back. <laughs> oh, I went, but I'm just shopping, you know. It was so expensive to have a booth there. It was, I mean, I made money, but it was just nowhere near the trouble. Yeah. It was not worth you the trouble. You had to be dedicated, man. Oh my gosh, that was so much work. And I'm not, I'm not near crafty enough. And then I was like, I'm going to make 350 coasters. I wonder how many um, blankets we could crochet for next year. Oh my gosh. I'm like at the point, like I crocheted and my back hurts. Because <laughs> you have to like lay it out on the floor because it's huge. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. Mm-mm. I know. I ended up getting my like, I just used bench. mine to cover up with while I made it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Tanner and I will be back uh, when Taylor... Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Two so weeks. we're gonna skip a week. We'll see how she back. does because she's got ten days to be moving in. We'll see if she mm-hmm. how she rolls in here next or that Wednesday the twenty seventh. But Ooh, yeah. Otherwise, um, have a great week. Thanks for yeah. spending your Wednesday morning with us. Thanks, Mary Ellen, for <laughs> filling in with me. Have a mm-hmm. great week, guys. Seriously. Build your walls, tear it down. No, that's not it, Taylor. <laughs> Still cut me off. This okay. is why Tanner has to be in charge. I suck. <laughs>